Hello and welcome into a new episode. It's Scarves Up. I'm your host, Nathaniel Mamudis, and apologies today if the audio isn't up to the standard that it normally is, as we are recording this episode not with our normal devices because they are not at the location that we are at today. But Nonetheless, you're still going to get a great podcast episode from me and David Mamoudis. We're previewing the game against the Portland Timbers and reviewing the game against the LA Galaxy. Let's get into it. Let's start with the lineup that we put out for this game. Um, Finally, we get to see Yamar start. Uh, also, a change. Uh, no Atencio. He was a late sc- scratch. So, Kellen Rowe comes in. Uh, those are the only two changes that we had Glad in to... this game. Uh, thoughts on the lineup? Obviously, also some changes on who's available on the bench. Um, so, uh, I'm sure Atencio will be back soon. I'm sure Schmetzel will be telling us he's a tough kid uh, before long. Um yeah, in a lot of ways, you know, the same formation that we'd come that we'd come in there, and the the same way at the first game of the season, we weren't sure what Atencio would would bring, trying to to fill in in the middle of the field, and he did great. Uh, similarly, Kellen Rowe, you know, had seen some scattered minutes, but you know, we weren't really thinking of him as our starter, and he came in and he did great, um, and you know, the back line did well as well. Uh, with the rotation there. Yeah, so far it seems that the best position on the field has been whoever has been that second player next to Jao Paolo. Uh, whoever has been there, it's been Atencio for his two games. This week it was Kellen Rowe. Uh, Kellen Rowe played phenomenal in this game. Unlucky he didn't get a goal. Um, had a chance that just went wide in the first half. Keeper made a great save. Uh, then late in the second half, somehow the ball didn't go in off the crossbar, then off the post, then hit the line, and the keeper was just watching it. Uh, very unlucky that that didn't go in. Besides that, um, looked really good on defense. Um, him, uh, he he's showing that he is a veteran to the league uh, recently. Uh, he he explained how it was all him. He was the one who really pushed for the the transfer to the team. Um, I think it's really obvious that he is excited to be here, and he shows it. Um, and Jaws Atencio has to continue to work because he played phenomenal. A- any other thoughts on on Rowe? Uh, no, you know, just, uh, you know, not a, you know, player I was sort of aware of around MLS, but, you know, and I know you were, you were excited to, you know, that he was coming to the Sounders and you were sort of aware of him, but I really, I really had not, had not thought much about him and, you know, you know, pleasantly surprised that he's been able to contribute so much, obviously. Let's also mention Yamar. Of course, I predicted a 1-0 win with him coming off the bench and getting the one goal. In our last episode, um, that's not what happened, but he did get the start. Uh, however, um, it wasn't O'Neill who got moved to the bench. Uh, it was Ariaga. 
um, who got moved to the bench. Thoughts on that change? Were you surprised about that move? Um, you know, obviously it's great that all four of our, of our center backs are, um, are doing well. You know, I wouldn't necessarily have thought that, you know, knew who would be establishing himself as maybe the clear number one of the, of the four of them. Um, you know, which has been great to see, but I think, you know, it really, it really has been a story that, that all four of them are doing great. Um, you know, Shane O'Neill is continuing to, you know, be, you know, not terrible and, 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 you know, sort of do everything he's asked for and not necessarily spectacular fashion. Um, I guess your question of, you know, when are we going to see a headed goal for one of them? Uh, you know, it doesn't seem like the, I don't actually know. Have, have, have they been sending all three center backs up on, on set pieces? New who's the one who stays back like, like normal um, on center pieces. I, I have noticed, but Yamar and O'Neill do go up. Now I really want to see new who, you know, taking a running start from the halfway line and, you know, just, it's he could be happen. like, his goal is coming. It's coming. It could and, be like Jordan dunking. You know, he yeah. could basically take off from the D and do a diving header. Exactly. When, New who does score his game, uh, his goal, um, wherever it is. If it, I, I want it to be at Century Link um, just because of how much the fans love New who. And obviously, I just said that the best player on the field has been either Atencio or Rowe. New who, um, he has been definitely second. Um, and some people would say he's been the best because he has been unstoppable. He's looked so good um, with this new position. Uh, and Brad Smith um, in his like um, left wing back role um, hasn't had to, uh, well, it seems like he's been struggling on defense a little bit. Um, it hasn't really shown that much just because of how well New Who is playing right now. Um, and it's it's crazy to think because New Who – um, just like Christian Rodon, he he established himself and changed, um, and changed into being like someone who has to start every game so quickly, um, and that's part of why he's so fun to watch, uh, if you ask me. And and it also seems like his new his new thing with spicy teriyaki chicken is becoming <laughs> is becoming like the new. Uh, Skittles um, in Seattle in the same way like Marshawn Lynch had Skittles. This is his new thing. That Well, I hope we don't see a lot of teriyaki chicken being thrown from the, the upper deck. Maybe that's why they closed the upper deck in CenturyLink Field, you know, too much. They, they just saw it coming. They could they saw it coming. They foresee it. Uh, they foresee yeah, so I mean, it's obviously interesting that, you know, the you, you wouldn't have predicted at the beginning of the season that, you know, the question would be, you know, is there room on the field for Montero and Ladero? You know, you know, so it's, it's great to see the, the, you know, I guess that the depth of the Sounders hasn't been tested as much uh, without the Champions League or anything going on. We haven't really needed to do a rotation. We're going um, to get there though. A lot of tournaments, obviously coming up. Uh, let's, uh, let's also talk about, uh, we'll talk, so let's talk about the subs that came on in this game. Obviously we had heard that Ladero was going to play. Um, and he did played for about 30 minutes, I believe. Um, and he looked great. Looked like his normal self. I'd be, I will be very surprised if he doesn't start 
the next game. Um, and uh, then we should get to see more of what, hopefully we'll get to see what he looks like um, with with Atencio. I think that's going to be really fun since I'm expecting Atencio to be back. Uh, I'm expect, yeah, I, I would expect the same lineup as last game for our next game against the Timbers, except for the only change being Atencio for Roe. Um, that would be the only thing. So you don't expect Ladero starting? No, I expect yeah, I expect Ladero to start, um, and that would mean oh okay. Um, with this, so Ladero instead of Atencio or Rowe, probably. Oh uh, yeah. So I would no, I still say Atencio starts. I would still take Smith out, like like we said last time. Um, even though Smith has now scored in two straight games, um, still. I I would say that at the moment Atencio is playing better than Smith and he deserves to start. Same thing with Right. Them. You know, Smith obviously plays a, a more limited role and his you know, he's poked those two goals in with various parts of his body. Don't you want to see him get another one with yeah. his, you know, left hip or something? And Chris but I mean Christian Rodon has played there before. He's if he, he's on even if Christian Rodon is technically in the wide position, he's going to move all around the field. So I think that's still better um, to have. I I think it would be better to have Christian Rodon uh, and um, and Antonio you know in the middle. While we're on the yeah, I think it's going to on the subject of of other subs. You know, two other uh, people. You know, reminded us that they exist, and exactly. well, three other people really reminded us they exist and made a case that they you know deserve playing time. Uh, Jimmy Madranda was that his first appearance in this this third game? You know he came on for Smith and 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 really looked looked great. Uh, Danny Leva, you know, great to see him back. He seemed to have you know grown a few inches and and looked about you know twenty pounds more bulked up. Um, and then Jordi Glem, you know, came on as well um, and you know reminded us that he's a good a good force to have in the center of the field. Yeah, it's definitely true. Um, while we don't have like that big name, um, uh, well, in this game we didn't have that big name substitution. Um, obviously, I mean, obviously there's the Daryl, but um, if we're looking at our when our team is at completely full strength, the Daryl's not on the bench. There are the big name substitute is probably Montero, but besides that, we don't really have the big name, the big name substitution, and how and. The guys who are going to come on, they are contributing. Um, I thought Madronda, obviously, he got the assist. He looked good um, for the time that he played. Um, however, um, at the moment, if it's between him and Smith, um, I would still probably give it to Smith just because um, just because of who who I'm guessing is more fit. Um, and then, uh, and then uh, Smith has a little more speed than Madronda. Um, uh, but uh, Devaney, it was a great assist, a great ball by Ladero for that third goal, um, which was finished by um, Rodriguez. Uh, for other substitutions, um, obviously, Leva, a lot of people say that Leva is still the number one um, young guy, but and we haven't seen him in, a, in like a year because he broke his foot. So it'll be interesting to see if Smetzer um, when since when Leva gets even more fit, if he becomes the number one in front of Intensio, um, so that's another thing that's interesting to watch. Um, so 
So yeah, we all the all the people who came off the bench definitely definitely look great. It's gonna be interesting, but still, I say for this next game against Portland, where it's going to be very important as always um, to uh, possess the ball because what Portland does is they hit you on the attack, um, and we and what we have to do is we have to control that midfield. So at the moment, you ask me. The reason we have Christian Rodon out wide and we have Atencio play in the middle or Kellen Rowe is because those guys are good at holding the ball. They're good at make, getting out of the way, getting into space. Um, and I think that's going to be really important for this game against Portland. Um, so I would say that's why we should do that. We should line up like that. Uh, and then obviously our depth is going to be tested since we have our first midweek game against San Jose. And then for that game against San Jose, then we can put Smith back in. Uh, what are your thoughts about, especially since we have a midweek game after this game against the Timbers uh, on Sunday? Right. That's a good point that, you know, finally we have a little more pressure on the squad rotation, um, as you were saying. Um, I think, you know, the Timbers is going to be a big game. I'd expect, you know, we'll try to get the the strongest lineup we can out there. And, um, you know, I've always, it, it's, it's early in the season. Everyone's still working on their fitness, but you know, it feels like, you know, these guys do a lot of running out there. They, you know, I would hope we can get our first team, you know, four or two games in a row, even if they are only four days apart. So, know, so. But, but yeah, who are you playing? If you're, if you are, you going with Smith? Are you going with Rodon, uh, out, out wide? Um, um obviously it's you know, more be Smith versus Atencio. Right. Depends on um depends on if if Montero is fit, obviously, but I guess he's probably a a, a sub at best. Montero's um, definitely a, Montero's definitely on the bench if he's fit. And no word if he is fit. Yeah, so um Right, I guess. The, so you're saying the question is: uh, Do you have do you have, do you have Roldan out wide versus Smith? You know, Smith is is you know sort of faster in a straight line, maybe, and you know, but Roldan is a much more multi-dimensional player. Um, I do not know the answer to that. It's good that Schmetzer is a better soccer coach than me, so I'll I'll trust him to flip that coin, and I'm happy to watch either one. So obviously, Smith. I mean, Smith has made the team of the week two weeks in a row. Um, with two goals, um, I I wouldn't. Um, while his play has gotten better, I thought this game against the Galaxy was the first time he he really looked like him his his 2019 self. Um, and I, obviously, I think and Smith talked about this last year as he didn't feel a hundred percent when he when he returned to the team. Um, and and I I think it's and I think that was partly because um, he's. He was having a little trouble um, having confidence because uh, he ended up with the Sounders basically because no one else wanted him. Um, and um, and yeah, I so think I... now he's back to the point where like he believes like, okay, I'm a good soccer player, um, which which is good to see. Um, uh, thoughts on this actual on on the actual goal? Um, it looked to me like we had missed the opportunity. Um, for him to score on the one that he scored, because uh, uh, when the play starts, he was wide open, far side. Raul Rodriguez doesn't find him. Um, obviously, 
They go back. Right. First of all, it looks like that ball won't make it through to him. Then it looks like he's missed it on his first chance. Then obviously he, you know, just manages to find the bouncing ball and poke it in. And it's um, a good follow up. It's what you have to do um, as a good soccer player. You got to follow yep, up. Yep. React chances. quickly, get to the ball. Um, I mean, you know, thinking about your original question of what I think will happen, I think the fact that Atencio is um, maybe not 90 minute fit, you know, sort of obviously coming off, coming off a knock. And, and also that, that Smith, you know, has, has had sort of good days and bad days. I think if I, if I were making a coaching decision, what I would say is start with Smith, you know, and then if it's going well, you know, he plays 60 minutes and Atencio comes in for the last 30 minutes. If it's not going well, you know, Atencio comes in at minute 30 or minute 45 and you, and you go with that other format and move, well, I, move Roldan out to the wing. Well, I would say if he's not getting injured, you, of course, you're not going to sub in the first half. But I would say that's probably the most likely um, that he starts. Um, depending on what happens, we get a change at, um, at uh, halftime. Um, I would definitely say... Um, for the time being, Smith is going to be the first substitute. Um, uh, when, whenever the first substitution happens, it's just how it's going to be. For the well, time. and you don't know if he's I, on I a hot track. You know, maybe they'll leave him in. The people who the people who are playing who play ninety minutes, um, like, like I mean, yes, Ladero's coming back. Ladero's going to play ninety minutes every time. Um, uh, same thing with Rodon. Most of the that's true about most of the defense. Um, maybe Jao pa- Paulo, um, even though he seems like he's always moving and has the weird metabolism like Ladero, he's someone who often gets subbed at first. But I would still say Smith is the one who most likely, based on our team, that. Right. I, I, I agree with you, and that's the pattern we've seen him use. I'm just saying that there have been some. There have been some ways where, you know, Smith isn't, Smith is, isn't, sometimes Smith just has a whole good game or a whole bad game. You know, he comes out and he's, he's slow from minute one. Um, so he's not somebody who, that is not true. I, um, not slow, but somehow ineffective. He's always going to be fast. Right. He's always, he's not Kelvin Neardom with that. And that Kelvin Neardom comes out. He looks slow. Uh, he's just a snail. That's why we got rid of him. I'm not true. We're not to the point. Obviously, Kelvin Leonard isn't to the point of Mark Birch, but the way that he was acting at the end, he was starting to get there with how slow he was getting. Anyway, let's not talk about Mark Birch. Let's continue moving forward um, with how we expect the team to go. Um, we're sort of going backwards um, with how the goals were were scored the first uh we didn't talk about the first goal yet um the first goal was Rodriguez, diaz and again he got a brace um thoughts on um Roy diaz in this game and uh and will bruin we'll talk about the forwards um will bruin obviously he was the first uh he came off for ladero didn't really do that much um well, you know, did did a lot of dirty work. You know, yeah. he he sort of, you know, is just like the dancing bear. You know, that it isn't isn't about how well he dances. It's just like, wow, he can dance a little bit. Um, you know, so he works his butt off. He bumps into people. He shakes balls free. He pokes things around. You know, whereas Rui Diaz, you know, takes things that are incredibly hard and just makes them look, you know, casual and like, oh, of course he did that. He was just standing there until you realize. 
he went from a full sprint to standing there and had about a quarter of a second to get his, you know, his foot up above waist level. And then, you know, Monish hit a target that was about one foot wide between the goalie and the, and the, and the side of the goal, exactly. you know, but he just does it so casually that like, of course he was there. And exactly. he makes the, he makes the LA galaxy defense, um, look like absolute crap. Um, for this first goal, um, recognizes that the space is at the top of the box. They do not stay with him completely wide open, and he finishes. Um, this is the pro- this has been the problem with the Galaxy, um, and the reason that they haven't been making the playoffs. While recently they have been scoring goals, um, uh, actually you can pretty much say this for both LA teams. So far, uh, in the past three years, neither of them has had a good defense. And that's why the team has failed to succeed. So, what did you think about LA's offense in this game? You know, what, the, 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 who was that Chicharito guy? What was the, there was somebody who was hot coming into the game, but I didn't I didn't see him in this game. Was he playing? Yes, obviously the uh, commentators were very excited to see if Chicharito would add uh, would add to his five goals in his first two games. Um, completely shut down in this game. Um, obviously, the Sounders talked about th- that they were going to work uh, about uh, making sure um, that he didn't get any loose balls since uh, he plays in sort of that Chris Wondolowski style and just waiting and uh, if doing a good job of um, collecting and putting it in if it falls anywhere inside the six. Um, and we shut him down. Um, he only really had one. He only had one chance in this game. Um, and knew who made a great defensive play uh, to make sure to uh, that it was difficult for Chicharito. But he looked frustrated, um, and I think most of that was because of Shane O'Neill and Yamar, even though uh, knew who had had the block. Um, uh, but yes, completely shut him down. Uh, thoughts on on what on what they did to uh, stop his service? Yeah, I mean it was it was just sort of hard to tell he was even there. You know, I guess that's you know part of the advantage of the of the three man the you know three central defenders is you know Chicharito as a as one guy against the three of them is going to have a hard time finding an open place to receive the ball. You know, but they just did a great job not losing track of him ever. The only other time that they had a chance was one that Seven Fry made a save for uh, and against one of the Galaxy's uh, French players um, uh, who was pretty much... It was pretty much Samuel Grimm's here. Uh, 1v1 chance um, and a good save by Fry uh, who now is... Uh, is uh, He's two saves away from... I think he, I think it, uh, from his one thousandth, his one thousandth um, uh, save. Uh, so we'll see if he gets that. Obviously, another shutout for Fry. So he continues to push on and try and take uh, the shutout title away from Nick Ramondo. I think he has about eighty-four now. Yeah, um, give him a season or two. So it's going to take some time, but obviously. Fry played great um, again, um, uh, but the LA Galaxy, like I was saying, their defense is bad, and this was the first time that they played a good team and 
we showed that while Gridvani is improving the team and while while they they made so many they're still making so many changes this season, they still have a lot of work to do. Um so it'd be interesting to see what happens next with them. Obviously, uh they're playing El Trafico. Um not sure how I remember that they're playing them uh that El Trafico is their next game. They only said it like once or twice during this uh, last game. But obviously, it was a great game to watch on a plane. Um, good to see the Sounders win. Um, unfortunately, yeah, neither of us were right with our score prediction. You said 3-1. Um, so you were close, but uh, Chicharito didn't score. Um, right, I thought he'd be playing. Did you think you know, that was the right time. score? Did you think that was the right score? Um, well, I mean, obviously, any, any, it was a lot, it was a lot closer to being 6 nothing than, um, than to being 3-1. Uh, I mean, it could have been three one. It could have been three one, obviously. Of chances that they had. Yeah, either of their chances could have, could have gone in. But, but but yeah, I mean, it it, it was we, more surprising that we didn't finish more of of ours. Uh, what you? I don't remember the red card you're talking about. No, there wasn't a red card. I was okay. I was asking if you thought there should have been a red card or anything. Right, I, I didn't remember what situation you you thought you thought should yeah, have called should have been I, one. Yeah, I thought the ref had a pretty good game. I I don't remember. I don't remember who the ref. Um, was in this game, which shows that he did a good job, if you can't remember. Um, there wasn't anything um, glaringly obviously bad. Um, uh, but uh, I would say, first half, we controlled the game um, completely. Um, and I think we could have, we definitely could have scored more than two. Uh, the beginning of the second half, first about uh, 20 minutes, uh, first about 15 minutes, they did have they did have uh, the pressure, um, and they were controlling the game. But then for the last half an hour, it was all us again. And uh, I'm surprised that we only scored one. Um, but 3-0, free haircuts um, is a good result at home. And now we get to play. Free haircuts and free vaccines. So Exactly. Now we can get vaccinated at, this, uh, at the stadium. Also, tacos. Get three tacos for the, each goal. Um but obviously, a uh, good high as we prepare for our next game, which is on ABC against the Timbers, uh, 12 p.m. Pacific. Uh, so, Timbers just eliminated in CONCACAF Champions League along with uh, four other MOS teams. The only MOS team that is still alive, Philadelphia Union, as I said, the only team I'm rooting for, um, except not really rooting for. Um, since we want the Sounders to be the first team to win that, as I've said many times, um, seems like Portland will be a little will obviously be frustrated after this game. Any thoughts about um, uh, what you saw in their Champions League game uh, that we watched? No, I mean you know it's uh, you know we saw a lot of maybe interesting refereeing. I guess is one. Is Terrible one thing calls. to go to it that seems Terrible calls. There were two penalties. Both of them are terrible calls. Um, neither of them looked like a penalty to me. So, um, yeah, you know, in sort of a still just a strange league uh, scoring, you know, it's, they need I mean, a consistent it's, format. It's they need some. It's super <coughs> CONCACAF is known for not having the, for, for the refereeing always being um, strange. Um, as a, as a word, obviously there's VAR now, but like in these CONCACAF games, there's always a lot of fouling. Um, 
usually not always that someone gets sent off. Um, yeah, but obviously we, you know, we've gone from you know five of eight MLS teams in the in the quarterfinals to you know one out of four in the in the semifinals. Yeah, so it looks like you're likely to get your wish for um, you know, for the Sounders to have to keep their chance alive of being first. I mean, so Philadelphia is playing really well. Um, so it could happen. Um, but uh, uh, they have to obviously they're going to have to go past a good um, Club America team and then um, either Cruz Azul or Monterey, um, both of whom are very good. So it's like the top three teams in Mexico versus a team that has only won one trophy. Um, still looking for that MS Cup. So uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Uh, but with the Timbers uh, next game coming up, obviously they're trying to get uh, their designated players back. Um, not sure if Blanco will be available um, for this game. He traveled to Club America um, to that game uh, at Estadio Azteca, but he didn't play. Uh, and their other DP, um, Nies Goda, um, not sure about him. Um, I think he he his his chance of playing is a little uh, is far is farther behind Blanco. Um, but uh, what do you think the keys to the game um, are going to be when we travel? Um, up to Providence Park this Sunday. And, uh, what, what do we have to do? You know, we just have to keep playing our game. Uh, if the Sounders can get their uh, wide players into the attack, you know, if Rodon and Smith can keep running down the wings of the field and Rodon and Ladero can cause trouble in the middle and Rui Diaz can finish everything that comes across after... Will Bruin has, you know, dummied or knocked the other defenders out of the way, uh, you know, then things will go great. Um, and yeah, keep the, keep the Sounders back. I mean, keep the Timbers back on their side of the field and be aware of the counterattacks. Obviously, uh, Portland was dealing with Champions League. Um, and so, so that could affect, um, them not performing as well uh, in MOS, but currently they're sitting in 12th place in the Western Conference. Um, the only team below them is Minnesota, who's the only team that doesn't have a single point. Um, that's still um, pretty shocking. Uh, shocking. But so far, they lost on the road to Vancouver. They beat Houston at home 2-1, to one, and then they lost to Dallas 4-1. to one. Um what is your score prediction for this game? Obviously, their only win has came uh, when they were at home, um, but they're playing a Houston side who isn't very good. Yeah, I'll go for... What will I say? Um, I'll course, go for I'll, three. Yeah, course, I'll, I'll stick with 3-1. It did well for me last time. Um, you know, one for Rui Diaz. Um one for Ladero and um, one for Brad Smith. You know, let's let's go with the go with the hot hand. Is this time I'm calling left hip. You know, he will hit the ball in with his left hip. Um, oh, yeah, I like that. Yes. 
And, um, and yeah, where's the one goal going to come to? You know, it could be uh, Nuhu attempting a back heel clear. I mean, a, a back heel or an overhead clearance accidentally puts it into oh, his own net. You're giving Nuhu um, the own go again. Or, um, yeah, you know, we'll go with, we'll go with Valeri doing something annoying. Um, you know, first of all, faking a head injury and then finishing the opposing, the ensuing penalty. I'll, that's, that's my prediction for Valeri's goal. Um, I'm going to go with 1-0, and I'm going to say uh, Christian Rodon, who has scored um, a fair number against the Timbers. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be like a late-on goal, like 80th minute, um, and good play uh, by the Sounders. Ladero gets the assist. Christian Rodon with the goal, 1-0 is the final score. I think this is going to be a good game, though. Um, I think someone's going to get sent off um, because um, not only is it a rivalry game, but obviously Portland um, is upset that they were eliminated and um, also upset that they have to play the team that is number one in the power rankings and number one in MOS right now. So that is my prediction for that game. Uh, We're going to moving on. Uh, since we have the midweek game, uh, let's go over the game uh, which is next against San Jose. Um, after we go to Portland, we have to go down to San Jose. San Jose currently is in second place. Uh, they have won. They have won two games. Uh, both of the games they've won have been in San Jose, and they lost one game. Um, they lost to Houston and they beat Dallas and DC um, three to one and four to one respectively um, this weekend uh, uh, they have to play uh, they have to play Salt Lake um, who is the only uh, undefeated the only team that has uh, that is undefeated um, th- that has won all their games they've only played two games Uh uh, what are your thoughts about San Jose? I'm um, going into this midweek game. Obviously, we're expecting- is, San, is San Jose still playing their crazy all pressing all the time? Same coach defense. They do. They do still have uh, their same their same coach and man marking. So that'll be interesting. I feel like the the Sounders have looked better on the ball than they sometimes do. Um, you know, so I'd uh, I obviously obviously last year like we. We struggled with it early on, but then when they came, when they came to Seattle, we got the victories we needed against them. Um, I, th- I, I think we tied when we when we last went down to. Yeah, there was a zero zero game in San Jose, and then four to one and seven to one in in Seattle. Um, they have a new. They have a new. Uh, they have. The new seventeen. They have a seventeen-year-old who's been scoring um, lots of goals. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the Sounders line up. But uh, since this is a midweek game, and then after this game, um, after the Sounders play midweek, we have to come back home and play LAFC. So I'm expecting um, a fair amount of uh, of rotation. Who do you think uh, will get rotated in for this game? For the Sounders. 
Right. I mean, I, I, I guess it obviously depends who's back at full strength, but you can imagine that you might see um, Kellen Rowe or, uh, or Freddie Montero or Ariaga, you know, coming in to start if they're if they don't feature heavily in the uh, in the Timbers game. Or Leva or Atencio. Uh, possibly Leva. Yeah, yeah Leva also. I can imagine. I think actually both of them is is um, uh, is uh, is very is very likely to give Smith giving Smith the rest. Maybe also ref, uh, resting Jao Paulo. Um, or Alex or Alex Rodon. Um, I think in this game it could be it's very likely that Atencio and Leva um, play in this game. Uh, I because um with especially with LFC who on the following weekend should be pretty close to full fitness. Uh, I I would expect I I would expect um us to rotate so our team is strong especially since LAFC is playing on Saturday so they already have one day m more rest since we have to play Portland on Sunday and then they don't have a midweek game um, after they play El, El Trafico in between um, El Trafico and, and our game um, so what is your score prediction for the game against San Jose um I will go with how about three one again? Uh, with you know, Cade Cowell, you know, getting uh, getting yet another a goal sometime when the Sounders pay a little less attention to him than they should. Uh, and let's see. So we'll go with uh, I was going to say right elbow for Brad Smith, but I guess that wouldn't um, wouldn't be allowed. Yeah. So um, in this VAR world, right? So okay, Brad Smith off the back of his head. Um, okay. And um, and then uh, right, Nuhu with a with a long shot from thirty five yards, um, and then uh, Ruiz Diaz with the third I, gold. I still want uh, his first goal to be at uh, Century Link, but oh my god, um, I would love that. Um, I'm going to say this game is going to be a tie, um, one one. Um, Wondolowski will tie the game after Yamar um, scores. I still, I think um, a corner kick goal of Daryl to Yamar is, uh, is on the way. So I'm going to say Yamar scores first um, late in the second half. And then Wondolowski um, failed like a, maybe a, a, just a failed clearance. Wondolowski does what he does and finishes um, from like three yards out. Um, so one one is my prediction for that game. Um, of obviously talked about it. Obviously, we mentioned El Trafico, um, and we we mentioned that we're expecting the team, the Sounders, to play more of a a to play our strongest lineup when LAFC comes back. Since um, um, if if Carlos Vea isn't available for El Trafico, um, then it seems like he'll definitely be available for the game against the Sounders. Um, same thing with Diego Rossi, who was also available, who wasn't available for the last game against LFC. Of course, we didn't get... Um, uh, of course, we didn't have the Daryl when we played in LA. Um, uh, what is your score prediction for the game against... 
uh, LAFC for when they come to Newman Field? I think here you're asking me too far out on the future. Um, you know, yeah. So um, well, what's let's your, go what's for uh, back at home. So far, we have scored more than three goals at all of our home games. LFC, right. I will. I will. I will continue. They haven't played well. They've won. You know, won one game. The only team that they've beat has been Austin FC, the newcomers in their first game, and. I wouldn't say that's very impressive since it was their first game. Besides that, they've tied. They're going to play a Galaxy team. Um, this El Trafico is going to be interesting because LAFC isn't playing very well. And the Galaxy um, get another chance to prove if they've actually changed. Um, so I'm definitely right. going to so, keep my eye on so will... even though there's too many El Traficos. Um, I will predict uh, 5-2, the Sounders winning, um, with the LA, you know, LA goals coming, uh, one scored by Rossi while standing on Vela's shoulders and one scored by Vea star standing on Rossi's shoulders um, while the uh, commentators look on and uh, Brad Smith scoring one with each of his toes. I'm so maybe 10-2. I'm going to say 3-0 for the game against NAFC. Um, with goals by uh, by two by Raul Roy Diaz and one for New Who. Um, that's my prediction. Another okay, player. I think your prediction is a little, your 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 prediction is a little more likely than mine, but we'll I see how it works I out. I think someone gets sent off in this game um, as well. Um, uh, we'll be back uh, after that game uh, to review these three games. Um, after that, uh, coming up, we finally get to go back to Lumen Field. We'll be in-house for that game against Atlanta United. Um, we'll talk more about that team uh, before that game after this week in soccer. Um, uh, before we wrap up the show, your team, just, just want to uh, draw attention. Congratulations to Chelsea for making it to the Champions League final. Anything you have to say about Chelsea? You want to say about Chelsea before we wrap up? Yeah, sorry. When you started talking about my team, I thought you were talking about my, my over 50 team, which is now, you know, 3-0 and in return to play. Um, but I was, well, I was, I was surprised well, that you were well, that you were tracking that. Well, I guess the Champions done. League did get a little more coverage. Ooh, uh, yeah. I always like to see an all-English final. I don't know how you're feeling about that. You know, if it doesn't contain the Spurs, are you going to watch it at all? I'll still watch it. Um, no matter what, one American is going to there will an American is going to win the Champions League the Champions League this year. Um, I was amazed to hear that no American has played in the Champions League final before. You know, that's just I it didn't occur to me that that could be true. Who would you have thought would have played in the Champions League? Uh, you the know, Keller or Friedel or somebody, you know, just I don't know. Howard? Yeah, somebody. Everton hasn't been, I mean, in those years, Everton hasn't been right. I mean, obviously, there's a there's a big difference between being you know a top ten English team and being a a top a top two you know European team. Um, so you know, I'm not totally shocked, but just you know, there are a lot of Americans, and you know, the fact that nobody was ever the backup keeper in a in a game or the you know or the fifth midfielder on a team to win that, I just it wouldn't have occurred to me that was true. It is true. I'm um, rooting. I am. I'm rooting for Chelsea. Um, even, even, and uh, it is 
though, um, while like one American will technically win, if it is Zach Steffen and and he just sits on the bench and he technically has that that um, title, that that's lame. Um, so um, if it doesn't happen, and then Christian and then um, Christian Pulisic gets back another year and he's the first one to actually like score in it. That's cool. Um, but anyway, Sanders have three games this week for all of them. No matter where you are, make sure that you keep your scarves up. <laughs>